What's up? This is Audio Surgeon on Live Space. All right, Life in Space. Today's uh, gonna be kind of a side subject. Uh, I've been doing this escape pod podcast uh, subgenre lately, and uh, I kind of wanted to venture out into some other cool ideas that I had for uh, just things in life, I guess. Um, today, I just wanted to talk about maybe like advertising and uh, maybe like, you know, what kind of things advertising kind of uh, tries to tug at our strings to make us buy certain stuff. And uh, sometimes I ask myself, well, how much is too much when it comes to advertising? And I definitely notice a lot more of it lately. So I would I would have to say I notice a lot more advertising than I used to see, especially on YouTube. And uh, specifically, I'll talk about YouTube and advertising. Uh, I don't know about you, but I definitely have been seeing a lot more advertising done on YouTube. Uh, before, it used to be like maybe like one advertisement and you can skip it and then you go to the video and whatnot. But now it seems like they have like doubled their advertising. So almost any video you watch it is just berated with advertisements. And that's kind of what I wanted to, you know, explore or whatever, talk about in this episode. So we'll talk about it. Maybe I'll find some examples of like some earlier advertising commercials, you know, back in the 80s or 90s and whatnot. So, yeah, we'll go with that, and then we'll see where this show takes us. Maybe we'll uh, sidetrack and talk about some other things as well. Uh, We won't just commit to just one specific topic on this one, because I'm not sure how long I'll be able to, you know, uh, talk about advertising. But but we'll we'll go ahead and just get some thoughts out there, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. So, again, like I said, lately, I don't know about you, but I've been noticing a whole lot of advertising on YouTube. Now, I've been using YouTube actually probably ever since it ever came out, which was like, man, I don't know, like 2004, maybe? Was it around that time? I don't know. I could be wrong. When was uh, YouTube created? We'll just find out real quick. 2005. So, yeah, around 2005. And, um, I believe the first video I ever put on YouTube was like in 2007. It was just some little like clip of myself on there and it was just stupid. But, uh, yeah, so they've been around for a long time and before, uh, they didn't have such intense ad, uh, how do you say campaigns going on, uh, on, uh, YouTube like they do now. I have noticed a tremendous amount of new advertisements, uh, advertisements on videos that I watch normally, uh, in repeat advertisements. In fact, some videos I can't even get through without having to, you know, watch at least like six advertisements now. I mean, people are putting them everywhere in their video, unless they're not the ones actually doing it. Maybe, uh, YouTube is doing it. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, as far as I know, a lot of my content, since no one really watches it on YouTube, I don't, I don't have any advertisement. Uh, I believe I don't have any advertisements on my uh, YouTube channel. If I do, let me know. I would would like to know. It'd be kind of interesting to see if that comes up on my channel, but, uh, I don't have enough viewership on YouTube to actually get advertisement revenue or anything like that. So I shouldn't have advertisements on there. And, uh, believe it or not, I don't really want it. You know, um, it's, it's not something I'm interested in right now. I'm more into the podcasting stuff. So YouTube is kind of something I kind of do every once in a while. I kind of put my music on there and people want to see my videos. They'll, they'll go there and see it. But as for that, uh, just some certain channels that I, uh, that I recognize that I've seen before have YouTube advertisements that I normally 
never saw before. I never seen advertisements on their channel. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing advertisements on their channel. And I don't know if it's because they hit that limit where now they can advertise on there or if it's just, you know, YouTube just doing it. So, uh, yeah, YouTube and advertisement, it's, it's kind of crazy. And, uh, not only that, but, uh, all these other companies out there, Facebook and Instagram and stuff, there's all this self promotion and all this advertising and stuff that's happening out there. And, uh, it just seems like it's like so much, it's, it's almost hard to handle, <laughs> you know, when you just want to get some information on YouTube or something. And then, then, you know, all of a sudden you're watching just advertisements or even for instance, if you're wanting to, you know, find out about like a video game or you want to find out about a product you're going to buy, isn't that kind of the advertisement right there? You know, instead of having to just watch that, they, they put more advertisements in it right before you watch that one. So like, what do you want me to buy? You know, you, you want me to buy the product I'm looking at, or do you want me to buy something that you're just trying to throw at me, uh, you know, all at once? <laughs> I don't know. But like I said, how much is too much? And, uh, I really don't know how to answer that question, but, uh, it just seems like there's a lot more of it. Um, I mean, you're talking about a lot of, uh, commercials for, you know, fast food stuff and junk and things like that, that, I mean, uh, does it really work? You know, I mean, we already know about Pepsi and, you know, McDonald's and all that other crap. So like, I mean, does it really help to keep advertising that? I mean, it's constant, you know, like we already know you have this product or that product and we can go to the market and buy that or go to your place and get that. But it's like, they constantly have to remind us that they're out there or something like that. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm going a little too deep, but uh, yeah, it just seems like there's a lot more of it. And I'm not sure how YouTube's policy is, you know, how they actually do this or whether they just want to do what they want to do. Uh, but, uh, these, uh, ads are going on your videos. If you have, uh, I believe over like a couple thousand views on your video, I think it automatically does it. So, uh, I don't even know if you have control over that, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, so just something that I noticed lately. And I remember, you know, back in the day, uh, TV, you know, of course everybody was watching TV, uh, advertising was, uh, you know, when I was young, I was just a kid. I didn't really know much, you know, what I was watching or what I was being advertised or whatever. But, uh, thinking back on it, I mean, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of advertisements on TV. I mean, you're talking about in between your uh, show or whatever you're watching, you'd probably get about three minutes of advertisements or maybe a little, a little bit less, maybe half that, but, uh, like a total amount of time. If you take a look at a lot of shows, I think they run about 22 to 23 minutes. So you're getting about seven minutes of advertising. If you're watching, TV. That's why I completely stopped watching TV because TV was just getting way out of hand. I mean, you're talking the advertising time that you're actually watching. Uh, instead of watching what you want to watch, you're watching a lot of advertisements in between it. And to be completely honest, that's, that's when I stopped watching commercial TV. And, uh, you know, uh, channel eight, uh, in, well, in Arizona channel eight, it's like a PBS station. I started just watching that. I mean, to be honest with you, you can learn things on there and there's more stuff you can actually, you know, relate to than you can with all this daytime TV or primetime TV, you know? So, uh, yeah, I stopped watching a lot of that stuff and it just, it st started to dawn on me that all these advertisements, it's mostly a bunch of stuff for like, you know, like insurance companies or medication or let's go out to Burger King and buy ourselves a hamburger or something, you know. It just started turning in a lot of that junk. And so it just it kind of like, I don't know, it wears on you maybe. I mean, for at least myself, I feel like it wears on me. I don't want to I don't want to see that all the time. So I stopped watching it. And one thing I had to watch myself with is that I, I let it really bother me too a lot of the times. And I started listening to the radio too. Like sometimes I listen to the radio, we're you know listening to a station or something like that. Maybe it's one of the more like mainstream stations and it's like the advertisements come on and they start talking about stuff and it would just like really bother me. I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's, that's not true. Or I would t tell myself in my head like that, that product ain't good or this ain't that great. And they're, you know, trying to promote it or push it or whatever. So I find, I found myself actually kind of like arguing with myself or something like that. I don't know, just kind of got on my nerves. And so I, I, I had to kind of stop 
that and you know watch myself with those kind of things so basically i completely cut it all out i don't even listen to the radio hardly you know unless it's like pay radio something like on sirius xm or something like that i can choose what i want to listen to and they don't really advertise unless you're listening to like a talk show or something like that sometimes they put in like little promos and stuff like that on there so uh but you know that's not like a huge deal or anything for me, you know, especially if I listen to on demand shows or something like that. You kind of actually don't even get those if you listen on to the uh, on demand service that XM, Sirius XM has. But anyway, I'm kind of sidetracking. But yeah, um, with free media, you know, such as YouTube and things like that, I just I've been noticing a ton of advertising and, you know, in that area of advertising, I mean, you can talk about, you know, even social media and things like that. Uh, Instagram, for for instance, uh, has an incredible amount of advertisements. And sometimes you might not even know you're being advertised. Uh, so, uh, you know, people can self-promote them, you know, like their page. Or they can actually uh, have a product that they're trying to sell or something like that. And uh, that can also show up on your channel as well, uh, or your feed or whatever you call it. And uh, that feed that you get, uh, you can actually tell them like, oh, this comes up too much. I don't want to see this anymore or whatever. But but uh, there is a lot of stuff on there that uh, that are just scams. I mean, just completely just scams. I mean, there's a lot of products I've seen on there that are like, that ain't the real product. You're not going to get that product if you buy it because a lot of them... And this is why I kind of have a nickname for Instagram. I call it Insta Scam because a lot of the stuff that they're trying to sell on there is either cheap, like uh, Chinese knockoffs of certain products. Uh, they're not actually showing you their product. They're showing you a high-end product. And then when you buy it, you end up getting a low-end product or something that looks like it. It's not even the real one. So you got a lot of counterfeit stuff going on out there. I know that they were selling like this speaker it's like this speaker with a subwoofer and like two, le- you know, two channels on the sides. And like, apparently this thing goes for like $1,200, right? And they're like, oh, for like fifty nine ninety nine, you can get this, you know? And it's like, they're trying to show you this mind blowing video. And then it's like, buy here, click this, you know? And it's not, it's, it's, it's all, it's all crap. You know, uh, if you click on the comments below, you can actually see that people have tried you know, buying it. And they're like, Oh, this is a scam. It's not real. This, this is not the product you're going to get. You're going to get like some cheap product or like, or maybe not even at all. You won't even get it. So there's a lot of that going on out there. So keep in mind, it's not a good uh, market (laughs) to be buying things on uh, Instagram. (laughs) I mean, first off, it's a social media platform. Why would you trust it anyway? But yeah, that's, that's just one thing I noticed also. So advertising on there is kind of a lie, I guess, which is kind of the worst one. I guess if you're going to get anything that's a a product that they promise you or say that it's really good, it's probably just junk. So steer clear of scams like that. And also YouTube channels trying to promote or sell products as well. Uh, A lot of the times, uh, if you're looking at uh, certain products that are online, and I'll give you an example. I don't know. There there must be a big scam going on with uh, cosmetics and wigs and things like that because my my uh, my wife actually bought something online and we never I never even received it actually it was a wig a wig that we were buying and I, I won't put names out there or anything because I don't want to like you know have a issue with this company or whatever if it is a company some of these aren't even real companies they make them look real though and you can actually buy these products and they'll tell you uh yeah you'll get it fast free shipping and blah 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 and this stuff and you know it's not it's not true you know uh some of them are just scams and then they basically take your money and you never get the product or either they come up with an excuse or something like that that oh something was wrong in our system resend this information we'll send it out to you as soon as possible or if you do actually get the product it might uh be a lesser quality than what they're talking about so anything that sounds too good to be true if it's like oh for 59 bucks you can get this thousand dollar hair piece or something like that <laughs> yeah it's probably not true it's probably a scam or something so steer clear of those kind of things but in this instance i'm actually talking about real advertisement so 
if you're on YouTube and uh, I'm sure you have, you know, it's been around for a while now and a lot of people use it. I mean, I get a lot of information off YouTube, but to be honest with you, uh, YouTube is like one of the most powerful tools I consider on the internet. That's kind of going, you know, in a weird direction, but uh I, I do use it a lot for things in, you know, like trying to find out information on how to do something or if I need uh, information on a product that I really actually need, I'll, I'll go on YouTube and search it and see if I can find something on there. I know there's a lot of things I've actually accomplished with using YouTube, so I'm not knocking YouTube. And again, this whole podcast is just my opinion, so don't get all like bent out of shape or anything about it. But YouTube is usually my go-to thing. I usually go to YouTube and search like a question or something. And then nine times out of 10, there's an answer for that question. So it's kind of interesting that I can get an answer a lot of the times, uh, you know, certain things. Uh, but, uh, for instance, I, I've done a lot of, uh, irrigation work, uh, at my house and I have found a lot of helpful tutorials on how to do that on YouTube. That's quite amazing. And if I had to pay somebody to do it, I would probably spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do it. Instead, it only cost me like 20, 30 bucks, right? But, you know, of course, you have to do the labor and everything like that. So if you can figure it out, you can do it yourself, which is great. So uh, I learned a lot about how to do stuff like that. I saved myself probably like four or $500 just finding out what the problem is and then going to buy the part and then replacing the part. Instead, if you had somebody come out, uh, you know, somebody that actually, you know, is a professional at that kind of thing, they know that they could probably get 10 times the amount of what the part cost and charge you that in labor. So they're making like tenfold on a lot of those things. So, and I'm, um, you know, a lot, a lot of things are kind of difficult to do. So, you know, if you need a handyman, get one, you know, I'm not telling anybody to just do it yourself, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things on YouTube. You can find out how to do on your own, which is really cool. Uh, you can learn how to build a computer. You can learn how to do auto mechanic stuff. You can learn how to do a lot of great things. But uh, when I need to learn those things and uh, an advertisement pops up in the middle of it, I'm trying to you know learn something. It is super distractive in my opinion. And I know there was this one video I was trying to watch. I was trying to put together something on a vehicle and it like populated like six advertisements in, in, in like a four minute video. And it was like, I've never had that many before. It's like YouTube is like amping up their advertising power. It is insane. I don't know what's going on. And channels, like I said, that I I never seen uh, advertisement on, there's advertisement on them. Uh, so I, I thought it was a choice thing. I'm not sure. Maybe it's not anymore. I know that there were a lot of guys out there that were saying, oh, oh I am not going to go down that road of putting advertisements on my channel and stuff. But now I notice that there are. So uh, it might not be a choice thing anymore. So if you have YouTube account and you're getting action on there and people are watching your stuff, it could be something that you don't have a choice. So as far as I think now, again, opinion, all opinion. But, uh, yeah, and I mean, uh, all kinds of products, man. I mean, in this is just YouTube. Um, I don't know about Facebook. I stopped Facebook a long time ago. I mean, honestly, Facebook was like one of the worst things I got into. I'm glad that I don't use that product anymore. The most I can handle the the most is like Instagram and I don't even use it for personal stuff to be honest with you I don't like putting personal stuff on there uh it's mostly just art I, I like to put art out there I like to put music I like to put like things that are interesting to me but not personal stuff uh that's where I draw the line on a lot of that social media stuff you know and people keeping tabs on me and stuff like that I don't really like that especially personal stuff uh you know People use that against you, unfortunately, in, in life. So, uh, yeah, I, I steer clear of that. But, yeah, the most I'll ever do is, like, an Instagram thing. Or, like, sometimes sometimes I put things on Discord, but that's not really social media, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? It's kind of like a personal thing, I guess, Discord. But, uh, yeah, um, and a lot of these advertising things, they all kind of, like, go in a big circle because 
you know, if you talk about the big hitters out there uh, that are selling a lot of products and, you know, advertising a lot of products, I mean, you got like Amazon, really. <laughs> You're talking about like one of the biggest, and I guess you would consider them a retailer because, yeah, you just order stuff online and then it gets shipped to your house. But, uh, yeah, a Amazon uh, is like giant. I mean, come on, who, who doesn't know about Amazon, right? And Amazon, uh, I know they had this Alexa thing. And uh, I I don't know much about it. And I, I know for a fact I would never put that thing in my house. I'll just tell you right now. It's already too easy to buy things on Amazon on your phone. I mean, just to be honest, like if you got to watch out too, because there's a little option that pops up as soon as you want to buy something right away, it'll tell you just to slide your thumb across it. And if you do that, that's the fastest shipping that they'll charge you. And then you basically are going to pay more in shipping. So keep in mind, if you slide that thing, you're getting the fastest shipping. And I know one time I was buying something and I was like, okay, cool. It's going to cost me like a hundred bucks, right? I slide it and now it's telling me like 116 or something crazy like that. I'm like, what? I'm like next day delivery or something like that because I slid it. I'm like, no, 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 cancel. <laughs> so I went the free shipping. I don't want to pay extra. Not only that, the tax and everything on top of it. I don't know. It was it was ridiculous. It was like something like 40 or 50 bucks, something like that, I think. But uh, yeah, uh, so you have to watch out if you're buying things on Amazon like that. Uh, they kind of want to make it too easy. You know, that way you kind of don't realize, yeah, yeah, I want it quick. I want it fast. You'll be happy with that. But uh, you might forget how much you're paying and then, yeah, you're overpaying. So I noticed that. And Alexa sounds to me like it would just be a huge convenience. And so you would have to watch out. Uh, so far, what I know, you could just talk to the thing and order things automatically for you. And uh, people have been having problems with that, especially with children. I mean, if your kid, kid can go up to it and say, oh, give me the new Mario game. <laughs> and just it, it'll be there the next day. Oh, cool. Your kid will love that, of course. Yes, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. If I had that when I was, you know, growing up, my parents didn't know their credit card information was in there. Oh, great, man. Give me, uh, give me all the next-gen consoles, too, and all the video games, right? Charge it up. <laughs> But yeah, you got to keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. Not only that, it probably listens to everything you do because everything now seems like it's like it's in my head. Like, like oh, wow, YouTube got in my head. They know all the stuff that I like now because they're watching all the videos I'm watching, you know, or it keeps track of that. And not only that, I believe your phone, too, has like recording capabilities, too. So like if it's just sitting there in idle mode, if it's not powered off, it probably just records keywords. If you're just talking, you know, and all of a sudden you say, oh, yeah, I remember that uh, pair of headphones I liked. Or, oh, yeah, I remember that uh, synthesizer I was really interested in. And then, you know, the next day you get videos or you get, you know, advertisements in your email. Oh, here, here's a great deal on that synthesizer you wanted, you know, right? <laughs> so it probably listens to everything you say. So just keep that in mind as well. But it just seems like it's just easier for them to get advertising out and just, you know, directly personally tailored to your, you know, your liking and all that. And, uh, yeah, is it a good idea, though? I mean, do you really want everything knowing all the good things you like? Because then it becomes more tempting to say no to all those cool things you you want, whether it's that big screen TV or, you know, that accessory for your vehicle or, you know, all kinds of cool stuff, you know, you know, you got your synthesizers and your headphones and your microphones and those things ain't cheap either. And I know that a lot of people are buying those right now. I see it online. It is sold out on a lot of the high end uh, brands. Uh, not not the expensive brands, but the high-rated brands, a lot of them are all sold out. Again, I, I kind of keep track of that to see what's going on. And, like, to be honest with you, like, uh, all that stuff is selling like hotcakes, man. The, the pair of headphones I just recently bought sold out. You can't buy them right now. You probably have to wait until, like, you know, September to get them. Or actually the end of September or something like that. We're already in September, so what am I talking about? But... Yeah, so yeah, it's crazy, you know. And not only that, the the stuff that everybody's talking about seems to then get like 
a lot of attention. I noticed that like, for instance, a new product comes out that I'm interested in, whether it's like, you know, like I said, headphones or, you know, a microphone. Actually, that was the most recent thing. So everybody started talking about that specific one that I wanted or that specific one that I was researching. And then it turns out that that's the hot item everybody wants, right? So somehow they track all this, I imagine. And that's and that's kind of like the reverse of advertisement, I guess. That's like research and development or whatever. But uh, then they can turn it around, and then next time you're watching, like, you know, your friend Cuckoo or uh, Bo Beats or even Simon the Magpie, and then all of a sudden, you know, the video starts, and then here's an advertisement for the Hydrosynth. Oh, yeah, you know, that sounds cool. You know, and that's what they're going to talk about in the video or something, you know, or this uh, Rotosynth or something like that. You know, so, like, it, it's kind of like they know they know what you want man you know and they kind of like keep an eye on you and then they, they know the moment to, to just you know target you right there so it, it's almost a little too smart now you know it's kind of scary in a way and uh that's <laughs> that's how a lot of people get in debt so <laughs> yeah those credit cards huh yeah that's what they make them for yeah you know you see something nice you like and then you can't afford it so put that on credit yeah so yeah and the other thing too is like children in advertising you know when they're advertising the children and stuff like that i think they have rules about that now in the 90s i'm not 100 percent sure because the 90s were insane the commercials in the 90s holy crap they would make your head blow off like i mean they just uh would be super high energy and just insane man i mean the sega commercials they were like I mean, the kid's hair was on fire at the end of the Sega commercial. And remember that? If you grew up in the 90s, you know what I'm talking about. They were, like, insane. Those advertisements were, like, pushing Nintendo and, like, Sega and just anything that kids would want their hands on. They would hype the crap out of that. And it would just be, like, a show and then a whole ton of cool stuff, you know, for kids. But, uh, or like, you know, junk food or something like that. And I think that they, I don't know if they can really advertise junk food to kids like they could have. And I have an example here. There's actually a, uh, uh, a McDonald's commercial. I'm, I'm not even sure if I'll get copyrighted for this or not, but I, I mean, it's an old advertisement from the nineties, but I, I could play it real quick and then you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. I mean, it's all about the fun stuff, you know, all the things that kind of appeal to children and things like that. So, uh, let me see here. We'll go ahead and uh, just take a listen to this real quick. We'll use our backup system. Back up. A little more. How's this? Fine. <laughs> it works. I love having a dragon around for emergencies. Call me if you need me. McDonald's Babe Happy Meal lets you pretend you're Babe. Looks like fun. Or one of his farmyard friends from the movie Babe. Wow. One cute stuffed animal comes in each Happy Meal you buy. Look, it's Ma. And this is Pa. Oh. And so, like, a lot of the advertising that they would do, it would, like, cater to, like, you know, movies for children and stuff like that. And they put a toy in the, you know, the Happy Meal or something like that to promote the, the, the movie or whatever to try to make you go and see the movie in the theater or buy it at home or whatever, you know. But, uh yeah, and then they kind of tie it in with the family value, like, oh, we're having so much fun, and, you know, everything's great, and, you know, the world is awesome, you know, fantasy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and yeah, that's just how they would do it back then. But man, I remember like just some crazy stuff, even like there's this one called like, uh, what the heck was it called? Apple Jacks or something like that. And like the, the, the kids were eating the cereal and they don't even know why they like it, but they just do, you know, like that was the whole advertisement. And, uh, let me see, I might have that here too. So let's just take a look. Let me see here. It might be right after this one. I thought you boys were going to work on the garage. Uh, Dad, we're resting. And eating those apple jacks, I see. Hey, what's wrong with you kids? They don't taste like apple. That isn't why we like them. Then why? I know, I know. You just do. Yeah. yeah. Kellogg's apple jack cereal is part of this complete breakfast. We eat what we like. You'll never forget your great times together with the Nickelodeon Midnight Society Club disposable camera. It's 250 with an official order form from Kellogg's Apple Jacks. 
And a lot of times they would put these advertisements, they would tell you to send something in because they want to see if it works. You know, that's obviously what they would do. And then if you did that, you, they would enter you in some sort of competition. Who knows if it really even existed, but, but they would do all these things to try to get you to buy their product or, you know, otherwise be interested in their product. And even the kids in the advertisement are like, well, how come you like the cereal? Well, we just do. We don't know why. Well, cause we're telling you, you like it. You know what I'm saying? That's why you like the, the cereal. Uh, so yeah, you kind of got to wonder like, you know, what kind of things were we picking up when we were younger? Like, you know, what were we being told to do or something like that? And that's what advertising is really good at doing, especially when you're young, you don't really understand that. So that's what's just kind of interesting about the whole thing. And, and, uh, actually going back and looking at these advertisements, I mean, there's a whole ton of them online. You can just take a look at tons and tons of advertisements from the past and just kind of like analyze what they're talking about. And a lot of it, like I said, is for junk food and things like that. Now I believe they put in place some, you know, different things to keep advertisers from doing too much of that kind of stuff. So I don't know if they really do that as intense anymore. I know that they do try to popularize still like the fast food whole idea and everything like that. But I don't know if they really put children in it anymore. And like, uh, I don't know, just another weird thing I was thinking about too. I remember, uh, I guess I would have to mention this one channel. Um, maybe not. I don't know. But the, I remember YouTube, maybe it was a few years ago. I don't know. Uh, maybe a little longer than that. They probably banned this completely from YouTube, but they used to have a lot of kids playing with toys and things like that on YouTube. And they would be advertising a particular toy and it would just look like it's like, Hey man, I'm just a kid having fun playing a toy, you know, or playing with this product or whatever. And this product is a lot of fun. What do you think about it? Oh, I, I like it. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's cool. And then they would basically put their children in these videos and then they would uh, upload them on YouTube. And of course they would do crazy amount of views. I mean, you're talking, you know, millions of views on these channels and these became extremely, extremely popular. And, uh, I, I think they might've took one of them down now. I don't know. Or maybe a multiple amount of them. Uh, I'm not sure if they can actually do what they were doing, but in a, in a weird way, it just seems like it's kind of exploitation of your children to be doing that and trying to make money off of it. I mean, the kid obviously is very young, doesn't really understand what's going on, but they understand that they're getting a lot of cool stuff and a lot of cool toys and things like that. And, you know, living in a really nice house now and all that because of it. But uh, I won't go too deep down that rabbit hole because I don't know a whole lot about it, but I have, you know, just remembered in the past, not too far distant past that that was going on on YouTube and either that or they pulled all their funding or something like that. They had to change it up and do something different, but, but yeah, uh, just, uh, seems like it's a lot easier to do stuff like that. And, um, yeah. And you have to ask yourself, you know, do these phones or social medias benefit you really? You know, it just seems like it's a tool used to get your money and all that. And a lot of that stuff kind of is like popularized, you know, I mean, who doesn't have a phone, especially if you're, you know, you know, maybe a teenager or something like that growing up and like all your friends have phones. And I've heard lots of crazy stories about kids having phones and like, you know, the parents giving them the phones and all they're ever doing is going on social media and it affects their behavior. And, you know, the kids get like addicted to that stuff, you know, and it's just to me, it kind of, yeah, yeah. When I played games back in the day, you know, like Nintendo and things like that, you know, I was really into it. I was having a lot of fun and things like that. But today is just so extreme. You know, I mean, with all this stuff, you could be anywhere at any moment with the internet, with people or your friends and things like that. And it just kind of like, it's, it's kind of strange, I guess. But, uh, yeah, to, to be a kid today growing up with it would just be kind of an interesting thing, I guess, maybe in a weird way, maybe in a bad way. I don't know. It just seems like it's it might be kind of tough on some some youngsters because uh, they don't really understand it. I don't think maybe when they get older they'll find out they'll find out like what it's all about and stuff. Like I mean, it took me a long time to figure out like you know Nintendo's agenda. I mean, Nintendo doesn't care about like my interests. They just want to find what's interesting and sell it to me, you know. And they still do that today. I mean, a lot of the games are still 
you know, I mean, they're, they call them AAA title games and stuff like that. But not everything that Nintendo releases is gold, you know what I'm saying? They're just trying to get your money. And so I noticed that they pull a lot of the same tricks they were doing back in the day. You know, a lot of the same kind of game or a lot of the same kind of stuff and whatnot. And it, uh, I keep falling for it. You know, I do enjoy their games every now and then and whatnot. And <laughs> they're not cheap, you know. I mean, 59 bucks is a lot of money to spend. In fact, I have this one story. I remember I was so into video games uh, back in the, what was it, late 90s, that uh, I remember when uh, the grocery store down the street had a uh, rental place. And I used to rent a lot of games because, you know, they were pretty pricey at, at one point to, to get, like, these N64 games and whatnot. So I'd rent them. And uh, then Blockbuster came around and uh, kind of blew that competition out of the water. They became, like, the, the juggernaut of uh, video game rentals and movie rentals and stuff. So the place where I used to rent games went out of business, and that kind of sucked because I used to get them really affordable. You know, I could get, like, a rental for, like, a couple bucks, and they would actually sometimes let me have them for longer than I was supposed to, and they didn't, they didn't charge me extra because they knew I came in and rented a lot. But then Blockbuster came around, and they were more expensive to rent from. I remember that. Maybe not, like, a whole lot, but for a kid that, you know, saving up your change and stuff, you want to rent a game or whatever, that, that, that can matter, you know, if you don't have a lot of money. So I would rent games at this place. Then they kind of went out of business. And then I started getting into the game resale market, you know, as a young kid. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the used game stores. Uh, if I was ever going to buy a game, I would always buy them brand new. I never bought them used or anything like that. For some reason, I just did not like a used game. I, I always liked them brand new. And if I were to get rid of them or if I got you know bored of them, I would sell them. And a lot of times you would do that like at a yard sale to try to get the most you could out of it. But these uh, game stores were very handy. You know, If you wanted the game right away, you could take like two or three of your best games and sell them. And then you can get back credit. And then the credit you could use to purchase the new game game you want right so i i definitely got ripped off a lot by uh well they're not around anymore but funko land uh i don't mind saying that uh funko land again uh was the company that uh definitely took a lot of my money big time uh you're talking back in the late 90s they didn't even do a fair trade man i think today like i mean if you go to gamestop it's it's better but it's still pretty bad they only give you like a third of the price of the game i believe so basically you buy it at the full price you resell it at a third and they sell it at the two-third or even higher sometimes i know that if you buy a used game it's only like five dollars cheaper than the brand new one why not buy the new one you know what i'm saying you know, at least nobody's touch it. Plus, with this virus going on, you don't want somebody's dirty stuff or used stuff. Even if they're cleaning it, you know, you can never tell, right? But, uh, yeah, so I used to sell my old games, and I would get pennies, man. I mean, I think uh, one of the best ones I had might have been, like, I don't know. There was one for N64, Blast Core or something like that. I think I might have sold that for, like, I mean, 15 bucks. And that game new was like $59 or something, I think. I believe Nintendo 64, their games were priced around that. Anyway, like 60 bucks, yeah. And so you would get tremendously ripped off by these places. And I had one story. I remember when... Uh, <laughs> actually, it's kind of funny because uh, there's going to be a re-release of this game coming out pretty soon. I was super big in a Tony Hawk or video games involving skateboarding and stuff like that, which actually might have just been the only one out there. It was uh, Tony Hawk. And uh, I remember uh, all my friends were into skateboarding and stuff, so I really wanted this game. Everybody had it on PlayStation. It was really awesome. You know, the graphics were actually a little bit better on the Nintendo 64 version, which is where I'm going to is the Nintendo 64 version. But they didn't include uh, the, all the, you know, the tracks or the, the music. They were cut down, and they didn't have the videos that were in the uh, – original playstation version but i wanted this game so bad and this game was like 65 bucks i think with tax like around 70 this was supposed to be a big release for nintendo and uh i wanted it bad so i took my best three games and 20 dollars in cash and uh basically sold my soul to funko land to, to get this game <laughs> And uh, even still today, I remember this story because I remember how how you know empty I felt after after the whole transaction. You know, I just I just got totally like 
like swindled too. Like the guy at the the guy at the Funko Land that bought my games wasn't even like you know friendly, man. I mean, the guy was just like a complete jerk to me, you know. Uh, basically, I took three of my best games, got ripped off. I paid full price for the game too, which. By the way, at the end of the story, you'll find out why I got a little upset about that. But I barely got enough credit to buy the game. I barely got enough. Like, I think I might have had like 45 bucks for the three games that I had, which was like nothing, man. I mean, I think I got like 15 for one, 20 for another, and like, I don't know, another like five or something and change, 10 maybe. So like, I probably had like 40, 45 bucks. And, um, and I had uh, 20 bucks on me and some change, and I barely got enough for it i just remember i barely got enough and then uh basically once i once i traded it the guy basically kind of you know fooled me in a sense he said it's a brand new copy uh you'll have to pay this amount so we basically did the transaction i paid for it i think i spent like 67 bucks and then he went around the counter went to the demo area there was actually a kid playing a game in the demo the n64 demo area said, hey, kid, back up. He opened the box, basically took the game out. I don't even think he powered it down, took the Tony Hawk out. The kid was totally bummed, too, because he was playing it, like right in the middle of it. And I thought this was a new copy. Basically came back to the front counter, stuffed it back in the box. It was all tattered and torn and stuff, threw it in a bag. He said, here you go. And that was the transaction. I felt so used. I was like, really? Really? That should be like, you know, an open box, you know, price. And if you bought used games back, you know, I guess in the late 90s or whatever, I, I could have probably gotten it for like 45 or, you know, without having to give him the extra 20 or maybe like, you know, 48 or something like that. But he charged me the full price. And it must have been because maybe it was the last copy or whatever. But still, I mean, it was used. And that's how I felt after I left. So. Yeah, that's just one of my little stories, and uh, I, I've been ripped off there so many times. I'll just be honest with you. Back in the day, when I used to trade games, it was one of those things that I hated doing it, but at the same time, like it was like, that was my thing, you know? I really enjoyed playing certain games, and my friends would come over, and we would play like GoldenEye all night or whatever, and stuff like that, and of course, I get bored of them, and then I want to trade them, and uh, that was always uh, that was always an up and down thing. But, uh, you know, with uh, being able to get free things now, children don't even really buy games that much. I mean, you talk about Fortnite, for instance. It's a free game that's out there. And uh, anybody can get it as long as they have a PlayStation, an Xbox, and oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> a Nintendo Switch, not the 64, but a Nintendo Switch, or even the computer if you have a computer. And they can just get it for free. And, of course, what they sell is, like they sell you like designs and like characters and outfits and things like that that are in the game. So that's kind of where they're making the money. If you have money and most kids don't have money, so they just play the game for free, but they also do advertise in the game and not in the traditional sense. Uh, they, they do kind of like, uh, I mean that recently I saw they did some advertisements for like dead mouse and some other, you know, artists and stuff like that where basically they were doing like uh, shows and stuff in the game. So they're they're trying to figure out ways to put it in the video games and whatnot and trying to get you to, you know, you know, subconsciously be into certain things and they know that children, you know, the music they listen in, you know, to or whatever, it's it's very uh how do you say subjective and things like that and kids tend to fall into trends and whatnot too. So I also see that they do things like that recently and it just kind of bums me out that that's where the direction a lot of this is going. So yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I I actually did a show on it. I talked about Fortnite. I did like a whole hour, actually two hours (laughs) on Fortnite talking about that, how much I like the game and how much I hate it. To be honest with you, I mean, yeah, it's kind of fun and stuff. And I think at this point I've kind of just had it with that game. I mean, to be honest with you, there's just like so many people that play it that are just like either like that's all they do in life is that they just play uh, Fortnite or something or I don't know, something like that because they're pretty good at the game 
it's not that I suck at it or anything like that. It just it's like seems like uh, it's it's just one of those games. It's got a weird advantage for people to know how to do like certain things. And I kind of like games where you don't have those advantages. Like if you compare like Fortnite to this uh, Call of Duty Warzone, I like that one better. You know, you don't have to build these stupid forts, and then now people can't get you and whatnot. So. But anyway, we're talking about advertisement, not video games necessarily, but or like just, you know, things that you maybe uh, were into that uh, you kind of realize now that were just a big uh, waste of time or things that you got ripped off from. And there's like, I don't know, a lot of things I think I got ripped off when I was a kid. Maybe. I don't know. You take a look at all these old TV shows and advertisements and things like that. You kind of wonder, wow, my childhood, was it that great? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let me see. I found this other advertisement. This one's pretty extreme. Uh, this is, uh, again, from the from the 90s. So uh, this one's for uh, a bubble gum or something like that. And th- this kind of sums up the 90s, to be honest with you. This is exactly what the 90s was like. So let me see here. I'll go ahead and play this real quick. Attention! Your gym teacher escaped from charm school, irons his underwear, watches hygiene films. He says, anyone chewing bubble tape owes me 50 push-ups. The lunch lady wears a hairnet, serves mashed potatoes with an ice cream scoop, puts gravy on everything. She says, bubble tape is not part of a well-balanced diet. Bubble tape, it's six feet of bubble gum for you, not them. And, uh, yeah, what they try to do is they try to show you how lame everybody else is except for our product, you know, like, oh, yeah, you, you chew this bubble gum, you're going to be cooler or cooler than everybody else at school or whatever. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you know, the things back then, it was just kind of funny. And now you can't get away from it. Now, like, you go on to your favorite YouTube channel, and now they're advertising Geico, you know, twice. <laughs> It seems like it's twice. They, they they are just kind of like sending out a little too much of that. Anyway, I mean, if you've noticed this, let, you know, go to my Discord or talk about it on my YouTube or whatever. I don't know, somewhere. And just, you know, tell me if you notice that. I, I just noticed it a lot, that there's just a lot more advertisement on YouTube. And <laughs> the ironic thing is I'm playing advertisements from the 90s on YouTube. And the funny thing is that before I pulled this up, there was an advertisement before that advertisement. So... Yeah, I guess we're just all advertising crap to each other. I don't know. It's getting kind of old now. I mean, I'm so past it. I mean, to be honest with you, in in my opinion, not, I don't think this stuff works on me anymore. Uh, I mean, you could you could put it down my throat all day long. Oh, buy this product or whatever, and I still will be like, dude, I I, I don't want that, you know. But some people maybe they they see this and like, man, I want Mountain Dew all of a sudden or something like that. I mean, if that's you, I don't know. That's definitely not me. I don't know. I, I At least I have a brain, you know. And I get it. You're a kid, you know. It's easy to, you know, influence children, especially, like, a lot of these, like, commercials for, like, kids back in the day. Like, there's even ones for, like, Barbie or whatever, or these dolls and stuff. And they make it look really enticing, things that you need or things that you would think you want. And kids, you know... They're just going to want those things, you know. They don't have anything to stop them from telling them, like, okay, I get it. This marketing is just trying to get me to buy the product. I don't need to spend this money. It's, you know. But, I mean, kids love toys, right? Or at least maybe now, now I don't know if they do. I don't really see anybody selling toys anymore. If you go to Walmart or if you go, like, to the store or whatever, not very many toys anymore. I believe everything is going digital. <laughs> maybe it's all digital stuff now. I don't know, to be honest with you. But here's an advertisement for, uh, for like, uh, it's like a Barbie thing or something. So you can listen to this. And they, they, they kind of use strategic things to, you know, make you want it. Maybe you'll hear it in it. I don't know. Sky dancers flying princess. Gliding and flying free. The sky dancers flying princesses are here. Just wind a pretty flower, press the magic button, and launch her into the sky. Make her soar. Make her glide. Wow. She flies so far. They're new Sky Dancers Flying Princesses. They're so beautiful. Sky Dancers Flying Princess. Wait for us. Fly for me. New Sky Dancers Flying Princess dolls with winders, each sold separately. New from Galoob. And uh, the 
thing about it too is that like uh you realize once you get it it's not that majestic you know <laughs> yeah of course it, it has some sort of wind-up mechanism in it to throw it and it flies or something but like once you get it and it breaks <laughs> then what you know right so I'm, i remember a long time ago like a lot of my uh friends in my old neighborhood like we were still in like grade school maybe not even past second or third grade or whatever and th they would just have rooms just full of these toys and most of them would just be broken you know it's just cheap plastic you know and and the prices on these things too like recently i went to just see what they have at walmart and i i don't think you can get a barbie doll under 30 bucks like that's what i'm talking about that's crazy you know and not only that i mean like lego and stuff like that i mean expect to spend 75 dollars or more on a good lego set or something like that so I, like I said, I don't even know if anybody's even really buying toys anymore. I mean, if you're talking about how much a game costs compared to like a toy or something like that that's being advertised, then maybe you would just get the game, you know, and probably provide you with more entertainment anyway. But, but yeah, like toys in general, I just don't see that being a thing much anymore, especially since Toys R Us went out of business, you know, and I had heard rumors that they were coming back, but I don't know about that. But, yeah, when they went out of business, I was like, wow, man, that's crazy. Kids are not buying toys or parents ain't buying toys, one or the other. Somebody's being cheap, <laughs> right? But, um, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I guess I'm kind of just mumbling about this stuff. But, uh, yeah, it just seems like uh, I guess a whole lot hasn't changed. But it just it, it's interesting to see things from the past compare them today and then just see what's happening now i don't know if you remember let me see what was i gonna do here uh, is this there's a tv show that i used to watch i don't know if anybody of you re remember freakazoid but uh, that's just on here uh that was an insane show let me just play a real quick clip He's America's freakiest, most outrageous superhero. Jimmy Smoochie Smooch. And he's making his second appearance in prime time. No! Get us out of here! Help me! Freakazoid, right after Pinky and the Brain, Sunday. But like, you know, yeah, like cartoons and like, you know, TV back in my day, like it was just amped up like crazy. Like I remember that show, Freakazoid, like, oh my God. And when that came on, like you were just expecting crazy stuff to happen. Uh, I don't know if they have shows as crazy. I mean, I guess, uh, <laughs> what am I talking about? Rick and Morty, man. That, that show is crazy. I should just do a show on that sometime. Like talk about Rick and Morty, man. That, that show is some crazy stuff happening in that show. But yeah, like I, I just remember a lot of these things back in the past and I just kind of remember, you know, all the crazy high energy stuff that there was back in the day. And, um, uh, maybe it's just still around. I just don't know. Maybe I'm getting older and I just don't realize it. Uh, but yeah, just specifically what I'm talking about, today, <laughs> which was the main subject, I guess. I don't know. Should I even stick with the main subject anymore? Or just kind of just talk about stuff. I don't really know. Maybe I should just talk about stuff and just do it by day or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I guess if you're talking about subject matter, I, we were talking about advertising and how much is too much already. To be honest, I think there's too much right now, man. I'm tired of these advertisements. I'm freaking tired of all this stuff. I don't want to buy your product. You know I don't want to buy it. That's why you're advertising it to me. So <laughs> that's me being serious. That's as serious as I'm ever going to get on this show. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a little too much in my opinion. Uh, I don't need to see advertisements every freaking minute of the day. Come on. Give me a chance to wind down and not worry about that stuff or whatever. I mean, billboards used to work. Now they don't need those anymore. I mean, maybe they still do work Yeah, if you're driving. Try not to get distracted on the road. I mean, seriously, if there's an advertisement, don't look at it. It's distracting. You know, you don't need more stuff to distract you on the road. Your phone is already distracting enough. Don't even touch that thing when you're driving. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Luckily, I've never had any of that problem. I see a lot of people out there, though. They're just on their phone all the time, like when they're driving and stuff. I mean, again, like what is there an advertisement on there? They're advertising to you while you're driving. Is that that is it really that important? And even if it's not advertising commercially, it's advertising from your friends or whatever people that need 
get your attention, whether they're sending you a text message or something like that. Same principle, I guess, right? They're just trying to get your attention. That's what these advertisements are trying to do. They're just trying to get your attention. So let's let's wrap this up and just get to the meat and the bones of the, what I'm talking about here. They're just trying to get your attention. That's all it is. In America, they're going to try to get your attention and make you spend your money. They want your money. That's it. Let's be, let's, let's, let's be a uh, conspiracy theorist here for a minute. All advertisement is right now is just to get your money. Capitalism, you know, is key in this country. It's point and blank. Exactly what it is, is they want your money it's an easy way to get your attention by advertising something on a platform, whether it's YouTube, whether it's the radio, whether it's TV, whether it's, you know, anything. I've even seen planes flying in the sky advertising things with a banner flying behind it. You know what I'm saying? Or blimps back in the day. It's everywhere. So basically, just save your money. I mean, you know, if there's something you really, really want, you'll go out and look for it. Uh, don't just buy everything you see and including all this garbage food. I mean, you're talking about all this stuff that's they're selling now, all the fast food, all the just, I mean, I was at uh, QT the, uh, the other day and I saw, uh, you know, uh, some, someone came in with their kid and they, the only thing they bought was like four bags of like spicy Cheetos and Doritos and like, you know, four sodas and I think they spent like 18 bucks 18 dollars on probably like you know and you know not even one meal it's like a snack a snack's worth of food you know it'll last you like you know a half an hour maybe you know or something like that in the small bags not even a big bag you know and I'm you know they spent like 18 dollars on just garbage and it's like, do people do that all the time? Like, is it like your thing? You go to the, like the, the gas station and like charge your card, like $20 worth of just crap and go home. I mean, if you're especially living at home and you don't have anywhere to go, why would you go there, buy that and go home? Just doesn't make any sense to me, at least, you know, go buy. I mean, if you really want potato chips or you really want a soda, you know, the market has like a two liter bottle of soda for a dollar 25 or something, you know, Walmart, something like that. Or if you want a bag of chips, like a couple of bucks at Walmart, you know, I don't know. It just seems like a waste of money. It just seems like people ain't thinking. Maybe people aren't thinking right now. I don't know. This virus must be getting to people or something. I don't know. Maybe something's going on. Maybe the end of days are coming. Who knows? Let's get all conspiracy theoried up in here. Right. Let's think of all of the crazy things and, you know, nah, let's not do that. Okay. Let's chill out, everybody. Stop watching advertisements. That's basically the point of this. <laughs> That's the basic point of what I'm trying to say. Don't let people work you and uh, try to advertise junk to you, you know, and it can become like an addiction too. Like I, I'm talking about when I was a kid, I was hooked on video games, man, and I had to go trade them and get new ones and things like that. It's just something I had to do. It was in me. It was, it was in my DNA or something. And I know a lot of people that were like that too. You know, there were people I knew that were like really into like video games or into like technology stuff. I mean, if you're into te- technology, I don't know, maybe it's different, you know, learn something, go learn something. Don't, don't do what people tell you to do. Go just learn something. Learn a new skill, learn something fun, learn how to, you know, draw or something like that. That's a better use of your time than going and buying someone's dumb crap or someone's fancy idea or some fancy clothes with a logo on it that cost $500. Why would you need that? You know, they sell a 10 pack of shirts for like $10, you know, somewhere, you know, at a retail store, just wear those. (laughs) But, uh, right now do not buy used items though I'll, I'll be honest don't 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 go to goodwill or like you know savers or something like that and buy used items i don't think that's a smart idea right now especially with the you know everybody being sick and everything but just use your brain i guess <laughs> if that's really what this is all about i guess maybe but anyway i guess i guess i've been talking a while maybe a little too long um we'll just go ahead and uh actually let me see here i learned how to play i learned how that thing kind of clipped but i learned how to play 
uh, a little piano the other day, and I could uh, play you out with uh, this song. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's a Hans Zimmer song, if I can remember how to play it here. And uh, it's kind of a cool song. It's a, uh, uh, what do you call, from a movie, geez, what is it called? The movie Leo DiCaprio was in it. Anyway, you'll probably recognize it as soon as I start playing. Again, it clipped. Uh, As soon as I start playing it here, you'll probably recognize it. It's uh it's called time. Yeah, just give me a minute to warm up. Uh it takes a minute. And yeah, it's a really chill song. I, I'm really enjoying playing like slower songs and stuff and just kind of learning piano and stuff like that. So this is a great one to learn. If you go online, you can search like MIDI files and stuff like that. That's how I found this one. Wrong one up. There it is. And uh, you can just kind of kind of piece out the piano work and stuff and just uh, see how they do it. And then you can learn it. It's pretty cool. But anyway, that's my little piece today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Go do something. Don't sit around and watch TV or YouTube too often. And enjoy the echo and delay and reverb. And next time, we'll talk about something even cooler on Live in Space.